Welcome in. This is Moody Sports with Dan and Zach. Uh, today on the podcast, we're going to preview uh, a little uh, top three NFL running back and linebackers. We're also going to cover a couple of the top uh, headlines through the weeks for sports, and then also have a little conversation about the college football position you article ESPN put out. So hang along and uh, hope you all enjoy. And some other stuff, too. Way too many home runs in baseball. The balls are juiced. They're juicing the balls. <laughs> Yankee Stadium's the size of a toddler playpen, and we're supposed to be impressed with the long ball? We should call it, like, the moderate ball. <laughs> All right, boys, listen up. This is time. This is the game time. Game's on the line. I want you to go out. I want you to play basketball, basketball, basketball. Break. You're listening to Moody Sports with Zach and Dan. Dan and Zach. Coming up next, we got some great segments, so don't go anywhere. Going to compare the top three players at each position in the NFL and their counterpart on the other side of the ball. And this week, there's there's a little bit of controversy in the NFL. We got some holdouts going with some running backs, so we thought we would start there. Major running backs, and we're going to compare their counterparts, which we decided as the linebackers, whose primary you know objective is to stop the, stop run. the run. Exactly. So I'm going to pass it off to Dan. He's going to get started. With his top three current running backs in the NFL, and then I'll respond, and then we'll move on to linebackers. All right, so Dan, take it away. Uh, so yeah, as far as top three running backs in the NFL this year, I see Zeke continuing on what he did last year. Last year led the league, fourteen hundred yards. Uh, also had seventy-seven receptions, getting him up to about five hundred sixty, five hundred seventy yards. So uh, I do think he's going to be number one. Definitely think he can carry the load for uh, the Cowboys. And I don't have a, have a feeling they're going to be depending on him a lot in the pass game also. Uh, that being said, another man that's going to be catching a lot of passes out of the backfield, Alvin Kamara in the Saints down in New Orleans. I think that he's going to be a major part, especially coming off uh, Mark Ingram no longer with the Saints. So I think he's going to be a number one guy for him, and he did also have uh, 880 yards rushing. I do believe he can, without uh, marking him there, can get up to the thousand yard rushing mark. Uh, the final one coming in, I think Saquon Barkley with the Jet, the Giants, just because uh, he's really their best player. Like, yeah. Well, yeah, they got nobody left yeah, after training all, camp. After training camp with all their injuries, Barkley's literally going to carry the team for them. On those quads. Um, on those <laughs> massive quads that are larger than both my I bet he has players. the biggest pants on the team. Oh, by far. There's, there's no <laughs> doubt. By far, he says. All right, here's my response. I got a problem with uh, one of Daniel's picks. Number one, I can't give it to Zeke. Zeke's great. The offense live and dies with Zeke. Dak Prescott, I think you should pay the man. He's not a 30-mil quarterback, but he's he's got number two in wins over the last four years behind Tom Brady. That's fair. The Cowboys were literally a like borderline 10-win team, 8-win team when you had Romo for 10 years. So Dak, he's poised enough. He's a good guy. He's not going to get in trouble. For every time Zeke gets in trouble, Dak That's Prescott true. is going to stay out of trouble. Stay out of trouble if he's not suspended. All this talk about Zeke brings me to my point. I cannot put a running back who is holding out on this list. So that automatically eliminates Zeke, eliminates Melvin Gordon. Who else is holding out? Uh, that's about it as far as major running major backs. Major running backs, at least top three. Yeah. So number one, <sighs> Gurley's hurt. Can't give it to Gurley. I'm going to give it 
the way the NFL is moving, you have to be able to catch the ball out of the backfield. What did Le'Veon Bell say? Le'Veon Bell said, I want to get paid as a running back and a receiver. And with that being said, I'm giving Le'Veon number one to the Jets. Nice, the nod. That's a Le'Veon, best course. running back receiver. We have a little bit of amnesia. Here's the thing. Same thing happened with Kawhi Leonard. Same thing is going to happen with Kevin Durant. We're not going to see either of those athletes for a year, year and a half. You forget how good Kawhi Leonard was before he pulled this holdout. You forget how good Anthony Davis was before he pulled this holdout. I know these are NBA guys, but they're the ones that paved the way for these NFL guys to hold out. So, Le'Veon, best offensive back in the league all around, and he's going to a team that needs a star. Hot takes. All right, number one, Le'Veon Bell. Like it. He's going to put some yards up now. Number two, Kamara. I'll give it to Kamara. Same kind of running back. Kamara was the most athletic running back at his combine. So, that cannot be understated. He's like the same draft as some other big guys. So, Kamara, and without Mark Ingram, the four-game suspension Ingram had, 152 yards from scrimmage per game for Kamara. Casual. A Very lot. Casual. A lot of yards. <laughs> a lot of yards. And then, number three. I'm not giving it to Saquon. I'm not giving it to Gurley. Gurley's hurt. Saquon's team is terrible. <laughs> Give me the white boy. Christian McCaffrey, number three. Oh All three of my top three can catch and run. And they can make moves in open space, which is what these offenses are going to set up to do. They're going to give them the ball out wide. None of these guys are in between the tackles, guys. It's all games. The game is spacing. Exactly, game is spacing. The big question mark for McCaffrey is where's Cam Newton's health? Where's Cam Newton's head? (laughs) How long does it last? (laughs) You know, when they lose a couple games, what's going to happen? You know, Rivera... Great coach. He's stable. He's a great defensive coach, but is that hot seat there because we made it, not we, but the Panthers made it to the Super Bowl and have done nothing since. So we'll see. Cam's turning 30. North Turner's still there. But those are your running backs. So I'm going to pass it back off to Dan for his linebacker preview. All right, so jumping back across the ball, defensive side, linebackers, you know, supposed to be the workhorse, supposed to be able to stop the run, cover. uh, So you really want to be able to have a guy that's big, fast, but at the same time can uh, still catch up with a quick quick guy across the center. Um, So with that being said, I'm going to take Darius Leonard out of Indianapolis as my number one. Um, he was a first year last year at playing the outside linebacker position. Um, so he was not actually dead center trying to take that, uh, trying to take down running backs every single time. Um, but still leg, led the league in tackles at 111 tackles. Um, so I'm just really impressed by that, especially at a freshman point. And uh, that defense all around is a good defense, so I don't really think they're going to go up from there. So Darius Leonard, number one. Uh, number two comes in. I'm going with a vet uh, experienced guy, Luke Keekley at Carolina, speaking of the Panthers. Uh, I really do think without Thomas Davis there, he moved on to, uh, I want to say Baltimore. Um, but with him gone, I think Luke Keekley is going to be carrying majority of the uh, weight as far as uh, load on his shoulders. Um, 93 tackles last year, two sacks, one interception, and that was all coming off uh, some injuries throughout the season last year. So I think 
he's poised as long as he stays healthy to have a great season. And then the final one, I really like Roquan Smith with the Bears. Butkus Award winner two years ago out of Georgia. Um, last year had a great, uh, great season, even playing on such a star-studded defense. Um, so I'm really intrigued to see what he can do in his second year, um, especially playing in that middle linebacker position. Sort of take uh, can can sometimes be a bit of a leadership position in that middle. So. Uh, that's your top three. Top three. All right. So based off the stats, it's hard to disagree. I'll give Darius Leonard number one. It's crazy. He's only got one year of work. But Indy, they're an up-and-coming team. they got an offense that can control the ball. He's not going to be tired when he's out there. He's going to be running around like crazy, making tackles like he did yeah. last year. Number two, no hate on Luke Keekley, But Bobby Wagner for Seattle got Ooh, paid, got and he deserved. Paid. He deserved to get paid. That's and he's going to hold it down. For sure. I'm pretty sure Bobby Wagner like, had 84 tackles last year, interception, two forced fumbles. There's no reason that he's – that's the worst, least amount of tackles he's ever gotten. I was, I was, I will say was considering him for the top three list. Yeah, I'd like that. Number I'm, four to mine. All right, number three for me. I'm going somewhere else. I'm going to Jerry World. The Wolf Hunter, Leighton Vander Esch, 100 and two tackles, rookie year. Second behind who? Number one, Roquan Smith. So the Young Bucks, they're athletic, they're strong, they run around like their heads cut off, and they're always around the ball. All three of these guys, including Luke Keekley, always end up near the ball at the end of a play. And that is a talent. That's effort, but that's also a talent. You have to have a feel for the game. And I think the Wolf Hunter will (laughs) have another great year for the Cowboys. They paid Demarcus Lawrence on the defensive line. All of this could change if Zeke doesn't show up. <laughs> because say, yeah. if Zeke doesn't show up, they're going to be on defense a lot. <laughs> but that's fair. Besides that, that's my top three. So we got our top running backs, our top linebackers projected for the year. Next week, we're going to go into wide receivers and corners. Yeah, I like we, that. We like defensive backs. We're going to save quarterbacks for a little bit closer to the season because, you know, that's, that's the, that's that's the big be, boy, you know. That's the big position. So you can look forward next week. We're going to have the wide receiver cornerback preview. Thanks for listening this week to our top three of running backs and linebackers. And stay tuned for each following week. And play along with us. Give your top three and see if you got the same ones as us. And we'll see if you were wrong. (laughs) But thanks for listening, guys. And here's today's headlines brought to you by... Daniel Moody. Uh, so, big headline. We got holdouts in the NFL. Zeke, Michael Thomas, and uh, Melvin Gordon all holding out, not looking like they'll be playing or starting the season currently. Thanks, Le'Veon. <laughs> uh, yeah, really, honestly. Uh, also, next big topic, injuries with minicamp starting. Uh, Sterling Shepard out with a thumb injury. Corey Coleman for the Giants also out with an ACL tear. A.J. Green sprained an ankle, possibly could be a little more. And RG3 out with a thumb injury should be about six to eight weeks on that. It's like the third day of minicamp before <laughs> this. God bless you guys. Stay strong. Don't get hurt. Stretch. stretch Drink water. <laughs> USA Basketball World Cup has announced their full roster. Uh, highlights Harrison Barnes, Jalen Brown, Andre Drummond, Jason Tatum, uh, Lowry, Donovan Mitchell, Marcus Smart, and Kimball Walker. 
little touchy subject there for me with Kimball Walker. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Uh, another big one, Pac-12, at the media days they've been discussing possibly doing and playing games at 9 a.m. just to help with viewership. Uh, I really do like late night at, with the Pac-12, so don't understand. All right, so... I agree with you there. I'm the guy who likes laying in bed at 10.30, popping on a football game. Nobody's in the house. I get to watch football. One of my favorite times, a little controversial, used to love watching Kaepernick play for the old Nevada Wolfpack back in the day at 10.30 at night. That's always fun. People people always dwell on the bad. Let's remember the good times. Uh, And then the last one I found, I just thought these were two really funny things. Uh, Jalen Ramsey arrived at minicamp in an armored uh, money truck, had a security guard give him a full introduction before stepping out of the truck. All right, I'm going to ask you, Dan, do you think it was a real security guard, or do you think he was a paid actor? I think it was one of his guys that got paid to dress up like a security guard. So paid actor. Paid actor slash friend. Slash friend. Uh, Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown arrived in Orle uh, or in the uh, Oklahoma uh, mini camp in a hot air balloon. Why? Why? It's really all I got. <laughs> Does he not have like a private plane by now or something? Uh, he you just know? decided it was the way to do it. Also, was on uh, some form of Instagram Live or something the whole time. Talking oh well, to the people. you knew AB was going to be on Instagram Live. <laughs> He's been on Instagram Live since that locker room incident back in the day for the Steelers. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, those about big, those big headlines of the week for me. Uh, those are big headlines. I, I'm going to comment a little bit on the USA basketball. <laughs> there was rumblings when everybody was with all the big names were withdrawing from the uh, roster. Bring Mello back. Give me Carmelo, the all-time best Olympian basketball player we have. Give him another gold. Give him another gold. But no. It is confirmed USA will not extend an invitation no, to Carmelo. We brought Harrison Barnes. Oh, yeah, because Harrison Barnes in his current state and his current contract is better than Melo. Get out of here. All right, so, yeah, that's about it for the headlines. We will uh, be back with some more segments. Thanks for hanging around. Yep, we got some good stuff lined up, guys. Stay tuned. All right, it's time to have a talk. Dan, you were telling me about this uh, Position U article ESPN put out. I don't know anything about it, but you're going to tell me about it, and I'm going to respond. Yes, sir. So uh, ESPN put out Position uh, College Football Player Position U article, and uh, the, stat- the statistics are based back to 1998 BCS and College Football Playoff era. Um, and it is sort of ba- the statistics really are based on how many players you are able to put into the NFL and the successful careers they had in the NFL. So not really based on too much what you did in college, which I don't agree with 100%. Yeah, position you. Position you. Well, you know, you know, position you. It's it's NFL. That's an NFL term. Fair. You know, like it's like a brotherhood of where we went to school where together. You're supplying yeah, you supplies. know. Whatever, go on. I see where it's coming from. So, starting out, obviously, we're going to do the QBU. Uh, their number, their top three, USC, Oklahoma, Oregon. And then uh, they're, they gave USC top three, uh, top players, Carson Palmer, Matt Leiner, Sanchez, and Darnold. Uh, and then Oklahoma, you have, obviously, Sam Bradford, Baker Mayfield, Kyler Murray, all one uh, Heisman. 
Sam Bradford. All three of them All did. All three of them did. So, And then uh, Oregon, you get Joey Harrington, Marcus Mario, two Heisman winners, and then they're previewing Herbert as a because he is previewed top five pick. Okay, so here's my beef. Instant beef. You can't use Darnold. You can't use Herbert. Herbert. Thank you. You can't use either one of those. So they're not they're instant yet. flaws. Second flaw. You take Carson Palmer, <laughs> who ended up being mediocre. <laughs> you take Carson Palmer out of the Southern Cal football list, and what do you have? Guys whose careers ended shortly, <laughs> early. I mean, you know, like Liner. Liner. What's he? An analyst? Nowhere. What is Sanchez? Butt fumble. <laughs> Who, who's the third one? Uh, Sam Darnold. But you know that. But we're projecting. We're projecting. He didn't even have that good of a rookie year. He did not. <laughs> He's one year pro. So as much as we love Darnold's upside, does he qualify? Can Sam Darnold walk around and throw up or position you for Southern Cal? No, he can't. And neither does Carson Palmer because he really wasn't that good of a quarterback. Moving on, Oklahoma. Start with the two young guys, Baker, Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray beef. We didn't even say that. Haven't even made the NFL yet. Haven't thrown one pass. pass Position you. Okay. Have targets in practice. Yes, we get it. You play in the Big 12. You're going to throw 60 touchdowns a year. Thank you. Baker Mayfield had a... Great. Had a sub-500 rookie year, and we're putting him as position you. Sam Bradford. Sam Bradford. The... (laughs) He is a... He is the best bank robber in the NFL. <laughs> this dude signs a $20 million contract every two years and never plays. Doesn't play. I haven't seen him. You realize he's the highest paid. Years. He's like one of the highest paid players ever. It's the greatest thing possible. No, it's not. He is Highway not. Highway robbery. Oh, my gosh. He doesn't love it. But he's 6'6", and he went to Oklahoma and won the Heisman. He must be good. Let's pay him 20 mil. All right, go to the next guy. What school? Uh, next school was Oregon. Joey Harrington played for the Lions when they were the laughing stock of the NFL. And Marcus Mariota. Mariota, he's literally the like quarterback on the biggest hot seat right now. I was about to say, I feel like this is the year he has to do something, or else we're not really convinced he was a. He's the most inconsistent quarterback. Like he's had some wins, and Tennessee's had a good record consistently, but they also have a pretty good football team, good management. But Mariota is the question mark right now. Why is Tennessee not jumping to that next level? Only, Also, only playoff game he ever won. They scored the touchdown because of some random play where it bounced off somebody's hands back yeah. into his hands and he got the touchdown. Not really a great win as far as playoff wins either. So do we agree we don't, don't like the top three like I will say, the one I saw, they hit FSU at number five. He had Sam Ponder, uh, he had, uh, Ponder Christian Ponder, Ponder, EJ Manuel, Jameis Winston. I felt like as far as college careers, all three great college careers, so very, very fair if you want to argue for them. To this just top. popped in my head. No love for Vince Young and Colt McCoy. Texas, <laughs> Texas, no love. Like, national championship winner and Vince Young. Colt McCoy... Came in for the Redskins and did some work, y'all, as a replacement. So, those are just two quarterbacks. I mean, you give me three more years and Clemson's going to be positioning you with Trevor Lawrence and Deshaun Watson in the league. So, come on now. And a shout-out dogs. We got... Matt Stafford. Matt, Matt Stafford's Stafford, a great quarterback, Harry, underperforming. But you're Green, telling me, Jay Shockley, over the, yeah. you're telling me Joey Harrington is better than Matt Stafford. Played for the same team, Lions. And you're telling me Joey Harrington's better than Matt Stafford. No way. I'll take Matt Stafford every time. Uh, so, yeah, moving on. Next position, running backs. Uh, they had Alabama, Wisconsin, LSU. I will be honest, pretty okay with this as far as the rankings. 
the only thing I was not good with. Georgia, not in the top ten. What does that mean? How how are you doing that? I don't understand what they mean by that. <laughs> well, here's... Bama puts running backs in the NFL. Yes. Yeah. Ingram, Henry, Take Mark Joe Ingram out of it. Do any of them do anything? Not really. You don't know why? Because it's a common thing with Alabama running backs, just like Alabama defensive backs. Nick Saban runs his running backs into the ground. Before they he runs the, the miles off of them. And his defensive backs, once they get out of Alabama, the safety net that is Nick Saban, they can't perform in NFL because Nick Saban's telling them exactly what to do every play. They're, not, they're great athletes, but when you're being told what to do every play and you don't have to be instinctive or anything, like there's flaws of that. And that's why... We're going to get the defensive backs in a minute. <laughs> and Alabama is should not be up there, even though Nick Saban's a great defensive Probably backs coach. There. All right, running backs, Georgia, how are they not up there? Gurley, the scariest running back I've seen in my lifetime. Sorry, it's cool. Scariest running back I've seen in my lifetime. And then Herschel Walker, that's a little pre-98. But, but, you know, you got other guys. You got Nick Chubb. Sonny Michelle. Uh, Sonny Michelle is going to be the – Patriots starting running back for yeah. a long time, <laughs> you know, until he um, needs to get paid, and then they'll let him go <laughs> for somebody else. Moving on, the wide receiver, wide U. receiver, you. Uh, so they gave us USC, OSU, FSU as the top three. Um, USC, they gave you Juju Smith Schuster, Marquise Lee out of Ohio State, Michael Thomas, and Ted Ginn, and then FSU. The only notable name I saw, Kelvin Benjamin, who's terrible, who is not great now. So not that Kelvin Benjamin shows up to training camp overweight with a beer in his hand, and we're supposed to take him seriously. And you're going to give me Ted Ginn. <laughs> Ted Ginn is the receiver known who can't catch a thing. <laughs> He's fast, and you got to throw it up and hope he catches it. How many times has Ted Ginn dropped a wide open ball? Multiple. Multiple times. And you're giving them number two. No love for Clemson. Once again, I know I'm a homer. Not in the top ten Clemson. DeAndre Hopkins is a 99 on Madden this year. Sammy Watkins underperformed with injuries. You know, it's sad. But you got players everywhere. You got Jerron Brown. You got you got tight ends. You got Adam Humphrey. You got Hunter Renfro coming in, who Belichick is salivating over. <laughs> the 10-year alumnus of Clemson. It took him 10 years to graduate, I swear. But... I don't know who's writing these articles at ESPN, but are they are they doing their research? I don't know. Uh, and then the, we'll just run through these last few really quick. Um, obviously, offensive line university. I'm not going to argue much. One Alabama, two Wisconsin. Number three, very underrated, and nobody would probably think, but Oklahoma University, absolutely respect those. Two. Oklahoma's always they got a big a offense. big, large offensive line for some reason. I don't know how they do it. Boomer, sooner. Boomer, sooner. All right. Uh, <laughs> DBU, uh, they, this one I found a little strange. Ohio State, number one. LSU, number two. Bama, number three. Florida coming in at number four. I figured Florida would be a little higher than that. Where's Virginia Tech? Virginia Tech is not on there. Uh, next, uh, yeah, so I am also very surprised that uh, LSU under OSU. I felt LSU has always had very great corners. The Honey Badger? I mean, well, he's a safety. But he played corner did he play corner or safety in college? He probably played both. He played all over the place. I'm sure he played both. And then you got some other guys. I mean, you do got Denzel Ward coming out of Ohio State playing right now. But that's a first-year player. 
How are you calling yourself position? You all first year players. This is when a thing. the league is going to adapt to these guys. They have film on all these guys now. Now, yeah, exactly. Sophomore slump sophomore is, is a term. It, it is a term to everybody. Yeah, um, and if it doesn't happen to you, you're probably Adrian Peterson or something. You know, like I don't know, like Dante Hall. Dante Hall. Yep, <laughs> that's a throwback. But uh, so then uh, defensive line, you uh, Zach, you're gonna enjoy this one a little bit. Bama number one, Clemson number two, and then Penn State. Uh, I sort of can understand that because Bama over the long haul over those years has been better than Clemson. But Clemson now in the past five, six years, definitely arguably better than Bama. All right. Surprising take. Clemson's too high. Number two is way too high for Clemson. Great. We get people drafted Mm. all the time off the defensive line. And half of them don't make it three years. We've had one pass away. Gaines Adams pass away. That's terrible. Doesn't count. But you got Daquan Bowers. Best player we ever had, Tommy Balnera. Did nothing for the Bucks. We got Vic Beasley. Had a great year, led the league in sacks, underperforming since. They got film on the man. You got, you got some interior linemen that are finally performing well. But if I look back over the last 10 years, at all the linemen taken, we've got some first-rounders. we got some second-rounders. And how many of them are J.J. Watt? Top stars. How many yeah, of them are Jadavion Clowney? Jadavion Clowney's even underperformed, but... People can name Jadavion Clowney. People know that name in their house. You don't know, you don't know all these interior linemen from Clemson. Dexter Lawrence, the young guy, the national championship guys. Maybe you're gonna know, but they're surrounded by other great players versus subpar competition in college, and they don't perform up to expectation in NFL. Clemson too high. Clemson too high. Clemson too high. Very fair. I respect you for being honest about it. I mean, hell, I just wish our defensive linemen did better in the NFL. Uh, Grady Jarrett, shout out. Shout out, Grady Jarrett. <laughs> Doing great. Uh, then the final one, uh, linebacker U uh, went Georgia, Bama, Ohio State University. Uh, personally, I did think this one, I don't know if we maybe deserve, if Georgia deserves number one, uh, but that being said, if you go back to the Mark Richt era and even into the Kirby Smart era now, uh, there's always been dominant linebackers, and I will say their their NFL productivity is long. Thomas Davis is the one I go to instantly. Alec Ogletree in the NFL is fantastic. Uh, Justin Houston, fantastic. Jarvis Jones good plays player. for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now you got Roquan in there. So I've always felt like Georgia. They got Georgia number one. Linebackers, Georgia number one. All right, this is the one position I'm not going to hate on Bama, and I'm not a Bama hater. I respect Saban, the Godfather. I respect Bama. Clemson had to make it over the hump to beat Bama and become the program they are today. But Bama linebackers are solid. solid. <laughs> They're Always solid. Strong, good players there. And they don't have that safety net I was referring to with the defensive backs. So I like Bama's backers in the NFL a lot. And, you know, they're freak athletes. They're the five-star guys. All so stars, typically. Yeah. Good. Same for I'm cool with State, that. Probably, so. Offensive rankings, absurd for this article. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, from that, I really do think uh, – I think you're right. It's the offensive art, the offensive rankings they gave. I'm just like I don't even know where they're coming from with it. So all right, I'm gonna pivot this into a little bit of ESPN commentary. ESPN Greenville, we need you to step it up. Uh, ESPN Upstate. ESPN Upstate is not even Greenville. It's the whole Upstate. The whole Upstate. They're spreading all this across the Upstate. We got two new guys, and they can't even pronounce the name of the NBA MVP, most valuable player, most improved player. They couldn't. There were four international players who won the four NBA regular season awards. 
MVP, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Rookie of the year, Luka Doncic. Most improved player, Pascal Siakam. And what's the fourth? I'm forgetting. What player? Six Rudy man. Gobert. No, defensive player. Defensive Rudy player. Gobert. We both just said those names. No problem. No problem. You'll know why? Because we actually watch basketball. That's why. And we don't have someone passing us a piece of paper with stats on it. We like sports, and that's what we're trying to give the message to you listeners. I'm not telling you not to listen to ESPN Upstate. I'm just telling you, when you listen to sports, you can easily tell who actually knows what they're talking about and who doesn't know what they're talking about. And if you can't pronounce the name of the MVP of the NBA, like you have no problem saying Patrick Mahomes. Because you actually watch the NFL. You don't watch basketball and you're talking about basketball and you play the same commercial on loop. I got an issue with it. Moody Sports. Get better, ESPN Upstate. Get better. Thanks for tuning in and listening to the Moody Sports Podcast with Zach and Dan. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Moody underscore sports. That's M-O-O-D-Y underscore sports on Twitter. And listen to subscribe to us on Spotify. That is Moody Sports with Zach and Dan. Once again, Moody Sports with Zach and Dan. Follow, subscribe, tell your friends, send it out to your grandma, your aunt, your neighbor. Tell everyone. We're out of here. Thanks, guys. Moody Sports.